Hello, welcome back to Road Trip EP. This is track three, and you are here with Leisha and Caleb. And just to remind you, we are husband and wife. We live on the road in our RV with our two dogs and our cat, and we have been here chatting with you on just some different um, things around 90s music, 2000s music, um, kind of some like deep dives list. Uh, we have a few different formats, but today we are planning to do something again, a little bit different, kind of a list format, but a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, another know. list. Uh, each of us brought five songs this time that we will kind of listen to. Um, again, to keep with our other formats, um, we've not told each other which songs we're yeah. bringing because that's always fun. Yeah. It's the it suspense. Is. Suspense. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, these songs are going to be um, songs that we, in our opinion, I guess, in our opinion, we think are underrated, mm -hmm. or maybe just some songs you might have forgotten about. So yeah, and these are '90s songs that we. Oh yeah, I forgot to say. It. Yeah, from, our, only from the '90s. Yes, yeah, so we decided yeah. to kind of stick to a decade with that, just to kind of like bring in the spectrum a little tighter with it, because it can be really broad when you're like looking at like. 90s and 2000s yeah. so this is all 90s music again that are you know underrated maybe like things you forgot about so yeah i guess we'll dive right in right yeah you want to start sure oh. okay so let's see here so my first song that i have is from 1996 good year good year yes <laughs> and i will play it for you now with this song you might know it or maybe you've at least you know you've heard it but in case you haven't the song is called one headlight by the wallflowers and just to like dive right in with a fun fact um the oh, front the man yeah the front man the vocalist is actually bob dylan's son so that's kind of a fun thing that i think um i don't know if everybody knows that or realizes well, that not. i, I don't wouldn't know. say so i mean yeah i've always known it kind of growing up but my dad's like a music trivia uh, expert, I swear. Mm -hmm. So I think I probably know a lot of things. Yeah. That most, you know, people maybe maybe yeah. don't care to know or don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So this song, and again, it may not be feel fully like an underrated song because it is actually in the list. Like I think the Rolling Stones, a hundred greatest like rock songs or something yeah. list. But it's one of those that I think doesn't get talked about as much as you think it would be, though. Like yeah, I think not. some people yeah. kind of forget about this song, and it's a great song yeah. like it is such a good song it, i agree it's definitely probably more forgotten about than yeah because like it is probably one of those songs where like you wouldn't think of it offhand if you're trying to play some 90s songs um but once someone started playing it you'd probably definitely be um you know like oh yeah i remember this song so yeah definitely um and i think it it, it definitely is almost like a, if you really look at the lyrics and listen to it it's such a it's a song that almost bounces between feeling like hopeless, like almost like depressed, but then like always seeing kind of a light at the end of the tunnel too, which I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like just overall the full 
arrangement of like this song and obviously he has such a like very raspy like soft voice yeah. and um yeah i don't know it's it's a really great song oh, yeah, in I my opinion and definitely definitely one that i don't think it gets as much credit as it truly deserves honestly yeah i agree with that yeah yeah, Good yeah. Song. so my first song i'm gonna be talking about today is from 1999 mm. um it's off of an album called february sun and i will just uh, play the song for you So that song is How Could I by Oleander. Um, pretty underrated in my opinion. I don't think, I mean, I feel like it's another one of those songs where like if you heard it, you'd probably recognize it, but I would be willing to bet most people would have no idea who the band is. Um, they could probably guess the title of the song, but um, I don't have as many facts mm. about this one uh, as you do in the last one. Um, I just, um, I really enjoyed the song. I like the kind of like, almost melancholic feel it has to it and the guitars I, I really like that intro guitar part where it's just kind of like just real soft and back and forth guitar there so um it's uh i mean the song i think i mean the lyrics just reading the lyrics looks like it's about a failed marriage i, I would uh guess so i'm not 100 percent sure i didn't look up what the actual song was about um but yeah oleander do you have any thoughts on this song yeah, I mean, I think kind of a lot of like what you said. It's definitely a song that I've I've always recognized, but I think I always mix the artist up on the song. Yeah. I don't even know who I mix this up with, but um, and I don't know if I know a lot of their other songs to be honest. So, yeah. but this is a really good song. It's definitely, um, I mean, you have a lot of different sounds in it too, which is some of the like kind of strings in the background yeah. too, mixing mm -hmm. in with it. Um, to kind of give it a little bit of just a very melodic kind of feeling yeah. throughout. So no, it is a, it is a really great song. And I think definitely one you never hear people talk about no. this song. I mean, even um, looking it up on Spotify, um, it's not even in their top five popular songs, oh, which I'm okay. like, what are their other songs? Yeah. <laughs> this is what the does it I like say to to. their like top one is? Uh, it says, um, why I'm here, which actually now that I say the I'm title here. out loud, I do know that song. Hmm. But even their top song only has 16 million plays on Spotify. Oh, so wow. They're yeah. not, yeah, like definitely not a very popular band. Yeah. I, yeah. So, um, and that's yeah, like just, the same album. Their top song is from the same, same album, album as this the same one, February, too. February Sun yeah. from 1999. Yeah. It's, hmm. yeah. I just love this song. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't get enough credit. So, no, it's a good song. Yeah. It's a good song. Okay. So, my next song came out in 1995. This is a great song, by the way, at least in my opinion. So, we'll get right to it. <laughs> I lost my heart under the bridge to that little girl. So I 
Okay, so that song is Down by the Water by PJ Harvey. And that is, uh, that's such a good song. It's a really actually very dark song. Like, I don't know if you, yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to pick up on the lyrics, but I mean, it's, it's pretty much very self-explanatory of like a mother drowning her daughter. Oh, so it's very dark. And I think maybe it has some inspiration from like a different like folklore or something. Hmm. I don't know. But, um, but just the whole arrangement in the song, I really love. There's so many like cool guitar effects in this. There's a lot of cool, like, um, I mean, I guess what, like shaker, what's. Yeah. Like a little percussion. Yeah. 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 Like, like um, a lot of different, like you just hear a lot of different songs, like all working together so well. And there's a lot of like harder parts, but then really soft parts. And just mm -hmm. even with like her vocals, um, it's almost like very, just very eerie almost in some parts. Like it's, it goes along very well with like, I think the overall like theme of the song, but I think it's a great song. I think this also was one of their biggest hits in the U S cause I think it, she was actually more popular in the UK oh, okay. and I think had like kind of one of those, like a lot more hits that um were pretty big but this was just one of those songs that broke through like you know like in the u.s and i think kind of even more so with like the college crowd i i, okay. I don't know that it was like a very much like mainstream kind yeah. of played song but it definitely did get some credit here so i mean i guess maybe to some people this would not feel like an underrated song but i think overall it's a very underrated song like yeah. i don't know that people again like people just don't talk about this one enough and it. Mm -hmm. It definitely got some recognition, but I think it deserves a lot. I think it's a really cool song and just, yeah, I love yeah, the whole range for this. It is a pretty cool song. And I, I, I do remember hearing it, you know, back in the day and stuff and, and like listening to it now, like I, I couldn't tell you who sung it until you told me who it was, uh, PJ Harvey. Um, I always like, I don't know, for some reason my mind goes to like uh, Fiona Apple or something. Is mm -hmm. that who sings Criminal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it always goes to that. I'm like, is that who that is? But no, it's, yeah. So um, I can't say I have a lot of history with the song, but every time I do hear it, I do like it. So, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a really cool song. So many, like I said, really cool arrangements in this one. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, I know it's like a really dark theme, but sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes the dark stuff is like great though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something so like, I think sometimes beautiful about dark um, expressions sometimes. Yeah. If that totally, I don't know. I, no, I, I definitely agree. Some like, people are like, are no, you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree. I mean, like if they're going to take the time to make a song about that and, and put their emotion into it and like have that deep of a story to me, mm -hmm. that's better than just some, you know, song that's just written to be popular and, mm -hmm. and doesn't really have a meaning other than like you know i got my blue jeans on and my pickup truck like I yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean because like at the very end of this song it's almost like i mean she's literally almost like whispering the vocals which is just it's so cool because you're just like well that's interesting but it, it really me you're having to really listen and it's such a like eerie thing almost to have whisper in a song and like yeah. what she's whispering it's kind of like something you'd say to like a little kid like it's like one fish two fish three fish something in the water i, don't, I totally yeah, forget you... now but it's um swimming in the water i think okay. that's what it is and it's just i don't know like it's just one of those things it's so yeah. odd and a lot of people if they did something like that it probably would not resonate mm -hmm. but 
something about it just kind of all works in the song yeah well when you pair it with the meaning of the song like, yeah because if you yeah. if you just have those lyrics that's kind of cheesy right but like yeah when you think about the meaning of the song of a mother drying out drowning her daughter yeah like, yeah you're like oh shit you know, is... like, that's kind of creepy <laughs> this is crazy yeah no yeah. definitely but great song yeah. in my opinion all right my next song is from well actually there's some um Differing opinions on this one. Um, mm. It says it's from 92 originally is what I saw. But then I also saw that it was from 91. Okay. And I think the reason is, is they made two different versions of the song with two different drummers. Um, okay. But I'm going to play, play it now. So that is obviously State of Love and Trust by Pearl Jam, as he says right as off the rip yeah. first lyrics, State yeah. of Love and Trust. Um, so the version Which I'm... is very uncommon to find that, actually. Yeah. Like, literally, like, the first line is, like, right the, the title right of the, the song. This is the title of the song. It's like, let's just get it out yeah. right at the beginning. Um, yeah, a lot of times people go with choruses or something yeah. like that. Um, so the version I'm talking about, just since there are multiple versions of the song, is um, was actually on a movie soundtrack from mm -hmm. a movie called singles such a good movie by the way yeah. if you're if you enjoy any of like the 90s like obviously if you're listening to this you probably do but <laughs> but like just some of the 90s music scene coming up in the seattle scene like that is it's just like a perfect movie to yeah. watch that it's such a like it's, it's pretty cool yeah oh it's, yeah it's got chris cornell For, in the yeah. movie and uh, actually pearl jammer in the movie as yeah well. yeah they uh, are. just in some random parts they're not like huge actors in mm -hmm. it or whatever but they just pop up and no then, it's a fun movie was lane staley was i it think Lost actually yeah think yeah, yeah they were yeah. in that too yeah um, so gosh like so yeah. three like like legends yeah. pretty much in that uh, but pretty pretty cool movie. I mean, it has its '90s uh, cheesiness to it, but it's. But we love that. We love that. We do love <laughs> that. So, anyways, talking about the song though, uh, "Stay Love and Trust." The first time I actually heard the song was listening to the MTV Unplugged mm -hmm. version. Um, which that's mm. again another whole podcast right there. We could talk. I'm just about. gonna save my thoughts with that. It's just one of the best MTV Unplugs. If you like watching separate. MTV Unplugs, do yourself a favor and stop this podcast and go listen to that right now. And then come back. But anyways, um, Stay Love and Trust. I, I really love the song. Um, to me, it's really underrated. Obviously, you're thinking Pearl Jam and an mm -hmm. underrated list. Pearl Jam's not underrated. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about this song. No, and it's so good. I love this song. It's so fun yeah. and, like, upbeat and just, like, has some really cool, like, um, like, just some really cool vocals in yeah. it. Like, I don't know. It's it's a It's a great song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and what I could find, the song is just about. I guess Eddie just watched the movie and just wrote a song. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. Um, but the only thing I can really find is that it was a song about being faithful. Is all that mm. I can find about it. So interesting. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, State of Love and Trust. If you haven't listened to it, please do. Yeah. Um, I guess there's really multiple versions. Like I said, this one you can find on the singles soundtrack if you look on that on Spotify. Yeah. Or it's also on, I believe this version of the song is also on their um, like kind of a greatest hits album called Rearview Mirror. Mm -hmm. um, the other version I've, I've listened to before, um, it is on uh, 10 Redo. Um, 
and it's like i don't know something off, something's off with it like the drum beat doesn't seem like it fits right for some reason mm, i don't know it just okay. seems like it's slower paced to me and it's just not as fun oh yeah um, yeah that would be it, it's very similar but it just seems like it's like half a beat off or something i'm just mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel right when i hear it so yeah. um listen listen to this version or listen to the mtv unplugged version that's the one i always listen yeah, that to one's so yeah bad, so but yeah, yeah pearl jams they yeah. love and trust Okay, so I am on to my next pick, and I don't even care. (laughs) Um, My next pick is by a group that is not underrated in the slightest. I think everybody knows who they are, but and they have a huge, huge song in the 90s. But there's actually another song that I, it's hard for me because I like it as much as this, like, huge song of theirs and I think it is a very underrated song so we'll move right into it maybe I don't really want to know how you got in girls cause I just want to fly lately did you ever feel the pain in the morning rain as it soaks you Okay, so obviously I'm sure you guys know that this is Oasis, but it is not Wonderwall because obviously we all know Wonderwall and we all love Wonderwall, but this is, song is called Live Forever. And this is honestly like I love this song. It's hard because I think I love this song as much as Wonderwall. Like it is one of my favorites. Yeah, um, it's a really good song. But it is, it's so underrated. I feel like people typically always talk about obviously Wonderwall a lot of people love like champagne supernova I think cigarettes and alcohol is another really big one mm-hmm. but but live forever I feel like I don't hear talked about it yeah, as not, often not really yeah I feel like it is mostly like you said Wonderwall obviously yeah yeah Wonderwall. and then if it's not Wonderwall I feel like I would have gone with champagne supernova mm-hmm. next, so, yeah. yeah at least maybe in the states it's like that I'm sure oh, if you UK, go over to UK yeah. like every song of theirs is very probably highly recognizable and talked about but at least here in the states like we definitely love to talk about Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova, but mm. I think this song deserves so much. Um, this song came out in 1994, and um, it's a song that's written by Noel, so, mm. um, you know, that brother of the two. But <laughs> I guess this is actually one of Liam's favorite songs to perform. Oh, so okay. I was like, okay, well, see, they like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I just... I don't know. I mean, I love I love Liam's voice. I always have. He's such a distinct sound. Like you just know Liam Gallagher's voice. Yeah. And that's why I struggle with any time that Noel Gallagher kind of takes over singing. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just stick to the guitar and write oh, songwriting. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. But I just it's hard to to sing something like Liam. It just yeah. is. Um. But I really just love this song. I think, obviously, again, like, looking at the lyrics, it's such a song of, like, exploration for me. But also, like, I think it could almost be a song where if you're, like, young and you're teenagers, 20s, I feel like it's a it's one of those, like, almost angsty songs where you're, like, battling between, like, what you want out of life or who you are, you know, but trying to also, like, just break free and trying to, like, go outside the norm and... And I mean, obviously the chorus is kind of like, maybe I just want to fly, want to live. I don't want to die. Maybe I just want to breathe. Maybe I just don't believe. Maybe you're the same as me. We see things we'll never see. You and I are going to live forever. So I don't know. There's always been something about that that I think almost speaks to like that 
young spirit that we get that we just like want to be young forever. We want to live, you know, exploring <laughs> forever, like whatever. But so I just, you know, I think it obviously is a very relatable song on a lot of levels like yeah. that. No, that's a really good pick. I, I definitely 100% agree. That's an underrated track from them. I mean, everybody knows Oasis. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the story behind Oasis. I, I should say most people do. Yeah. Uh, you know, the brother's always fighting. and Oh, yeah. And, fun you know, stuff with those fun two. Fun stuff. <laughs> and the singer always being acting like he's the best singer that's yeah. ever lived. And, you know. But, yeah, that's a good pick because, um, yeah, I don't think many people um, remember that song until they mm-hmm. hear it. And it's a really good song. Yeah, it really is. And if you haven't listened to it in a while, if you don't are not even familiar with it, I really highly encourage you to check this song out. It is a great song. It has, again, that classic Liam sound, but almost like he goes a little bit deeper in some of his vocals. And it's got a lot of great guitar riffs and great lyrics. So overall, I, I love, 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 love the song. And I think it is highly underrated. Yeah. Okay, next up uh, for me is a song from 1994. And we'll just play it. Tends to my deception. I've always been a fool. I fear this love reaction. Just like you said I would. A rose could never lie. About the love it brings. I could never promise to be any of those things. Okay, so that is a song by Jars of Clay, and the song is called Frail. Um, I'm sure most of you don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of a underknown, or underknown, that's probably not how you would want to say that. Underground, kind of like oh, yeah. Christian alternative rock band and mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Um, I mean, I think they're still making music today, but that's kind of when mm-hmm. they were, I guess, the most popular for that scene. Um, the song... Like, I just love the way it starts. Just that that first thing you get is that drum hitting. Mm-hmm. And that has a deep bass. And the whole song just sounds like you're in a hallway to me. Like, it just sounds like it's so, like, like the atmosphere of the song is just so, I just, I get lost in the whole song. Just That's a really interesting, like, like thing to say about that. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I mean, I totally get what you're saying, but I'm like, huh. Yeah. I, yeah. It just, yeah. It just really, I just get lost in the song. And I just, anytime it comes on, I, I have a really hard time like turning it down or changing it. I just want to like be in that moment and feel the song. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I really just love, like I said, the deep bass drum and all that stuff. Um, also like the soft acoustic guitars mm-hmm. and like they bring some strings in, like some violins and stuff in there too. And then obviously when, then when he starts singing, I really, I really think he has a really great voice too. Um, so it's just really smooth and almost like jazzy in a way. Hmm. I don't know, but like, like almost a jazz sounding voice, but yeah. So, um, Jars of Clay, Frail, I don't know. You probably don't. I, I mean, really I, care. I have always heard of Jars of Clay mostly through you, honestly. Um, and it, it's kind of interesting because I think I'm one of those people that probably actually very much underrate this song. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like because every time I hear it, it definitely it it is it sucks you in very easily, and it, it does. There's something about like you said, just the the framework of everything together really pulls you in mm-hmm. and kind of holds you there for the whole song. Um, so it's a, it really does a good job of that, and. And yeah, the vocals are are very smooth. Like he yeah. he has great vocals. I'm not, I don't know a lot about Jars of Clay besides just the little bit that you said now. And it's like again, it's like I know of the name, but I really I'm definitely one of those people that would like forgets about the yeah. song 
a lot, honestly. But it is a great song. I mean, very talented group, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely recommend if you haven't, and I'm going to assume you haven't um, listened to it. <laughs> whoever you are out there listening to us ramble on about '90s music, uh, it's off the album "Much Afraid." Jars of Clay. The song is mm-hmm. called "Frail." Go check it out. Yeah. Okay, so I'm excited about my next pick because it is so oh, girl. so unrecognizable. <laughs> I don't really well, I know, know you, or I don't even really think that you know this song that oh, much. It is a very, very underrated song. And it took me a long time to even find this song. Hmm. Like, honestly, I only really started to hear this song or get familiar with this song, like, just like a year ago, I think. And hmm. it's a great song. So this one came out in 1998, and we'll play it for you now. gonna come out and just say it right away i have no idea what the song is um i do i do really like that build up though like you hear the guitar like slowly come in and it starts mm-hmm. to get louder and louder and then um the, and then the music starts to kick in but yeah who tell us who this is yeah so this is uh called teardrop it's by a group called massive attack and they're not really recognizable because they really were not popular in the states at all yeah. they are from i think iceland Sweden, Iceland, somewhere in there. They definitely did very well on Charted, well into like um, UK and like their homeland and whatnot. Not very popular here, but oh my gosh, like the the first time I heard this song though, I mean, right off the bat, the like, just the like power in the song and the sound was just so cool. Like the, the instant like vibration, like yeah. that you feel in your body from it and the raspiness that plays, like... I was like, what? Like, this this song is so cool. And I still feel that way about this song. It is a really, really freaking cool song. And very underrated because this is 90s. It came out in the late 90s. It's by a trio. Um, I think there's different people who do vocals for them. I think they a lot of it is very, like, instrumental-based. I I guess in a way. There's definitely a lot of vocals on their songs. But, um, But this one is just... It's just such a freaking cool song. Like it's um <laughs> it it's kind of classified as like experimental electronic rock. So, I guess kind of make that as you will, but for being in the 90s, I think it was a very like progressive sound. Like Yeah. It it definitely it kind of feels like it should have been part of like like a Matrix soundtrack or something okay. like that. I don't know like <laughs> like, I can see that. like it could have worked for that, but um I don't know, just such a unique sound, I think, for the time. I think such an underrated sound. And I think it's one you really got to, like, turn up loud and just really listen. Like, it's it's a song about love and kind of the, f- like, fragile moments of love. And you can feel that in the song, the way the vocals will get softer, the way the music, like, really softens and gets, like, almost very delicate sounding. But then also love, as we all know, like is powerful and you kind of go through like the motions, whatever. And so you can actually like feel that through the music and the, in the vocals, like it, it's a constant, like, like up and down or or play of like hard and soft. 
which I just think as a whole, I think it's just so cool, like how they do that. Like it feels like a whole journey. I yeah, feel like this song yeah. is. I don't know. That's really cool. I'm gonna have to listen to it. It's more a cool song. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I I don't recognize it at all. Yeah. So. I feel like that was such a deep explanation. No, it was. Song. Yeah, no, that's like a very deep, deep one. Deep diving into that. But one. truly, like it's just such a cool song. Like I feel like you just definitely need to give it a chance. Mm -hmm. Just like go through the song's journey and then just enjoy it because it's a great one. So for my next track, I have uh, one of the mini songs titled Lucky. Mm. Um, I'm sure when you hear that, you first go to like Britney Spears or something like that. That's probably the most popular song uh, yeah. called Lucky, but it's definitely not that. Mean Mr. Mustard says he's bored Life in the district You can't afford French Quarter High Says it gets old real quick He pales up next to me. All right, so as I said before, that song is titled Lucky. Um, it's by a band called Seven Mary Three, um, and it came out in 1997. Um, the band themselves, I would say, are underrated. I would say, like, most people probably, yeah, you probably hear our dog <laughs> running in the background. Here. <laughs> she is, uh, Lyric is back. Lyric is here. She's getting hyped. She's we, with a toy. It's a Santa Claus toy, although it is February. Not Christmas at it's all. February, it's but we have Santa Claus. <laughs> it's Christmas for Lyric. She's yeah. she's excited. Every day is Christmas. <laughs> anyway, okay, continue yes. on. Uh, Seven Mary Three is their name. Um, yeah, to me, I think they're really just kind of underrated. I feel like I'd never hear anybody talk about them. Um, I think if you did hear of them, you might know a song called Cumbersome. I think that was kind of their popular one or like Water's Edge, something like that. Uh, but this one's called Lucky. And I just really love, it's another one of those kind of melancholic feeling sounds again. Um, I just like the, how quiet it is in the beginning. It's just the acoustic guitar and then a contrast between that. And then when he comes in with his voice, it's a very like gravelly raspy voice. Um, and when he picks it up and gives more like intensity into the voice, I just, I really love those parts. Um, and I always liked the lyric, um, <laughs> lyric. you get it? <laughs> I always liked the lyric of the song that says, uh, time is all the luck you need. Uh, for some reason that just always stuck with me. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a great song. I feel like it has kind of that almost 90s grunge sound to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously a lot later than when that scene was yeah, around. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I can't really say much more about it. I just really love the song and I feel like everybody should listen to it. I definitely, I like this song. I don't love this song, though. Yeah. I will say that. I I do agree that I think it's underrated. I don't think I really hear a lot of people talk about this group even much. Um, I love the guitar so much in this, and I love how this song starts a yeah. lot, because it's just such a soft, like, I don't know. It's just a very, like, tender, soft kind of opening. I just, sometimes I struggle, I guess, like, I can appreciate I the, the he goes he goes way too gravelly at a certain part, like right off the like uh, yeah. It's like kind of the end of the first verse. And like he it starts... sounds like it hurts yeah. sometimes. Like I'm like, dude, do you need a cough drop? Like what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I could I could definitely I see that. Um, that that's definitely 
Um, I've always thought that too. I I can look past it just for what it yeah. is. But I I I could totally agree. Like if it was like someone's first time listening to this song, they might be like, "What? What is he doing yeah. here?" But, Which listen, I do love like a good raspiness. I love a good grovel in people's voice. I think it really shows like. Like, I think those imperfections are so great. There's just something about the tone, <laughs> I think, in the way, like how deep his growl yeah. is. It just, sometimes I don't love it. I, I can, don't know. Yeah. I no, know. I can completely understand. You don't, and that's the thing about this yeah. is that, like, we don't have to love each other's songs. Yeah, 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 definitely. So it's, it's but fine. I can totally agree that this is a very underrated song. It's an underrated group. And it, it has a great 90s rock sound to it. It has a great, like, acoustic sound to it also. Um, yeah, I don't know. This would definitely depend on the person on, on yeah. with it, whether they would like it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So lucky by seven, Mary three. Okay. So for my last pick, it is not going to be somebody who was really popular in the UK. Cause I realized that oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like all of my that, yeah. <laughs> songs have actually been UK based. So oh. this is a, not that it really matters, but um, this is a fun song, honestly, and they are based out of the States. This song came out in 1999, so the very end of the decade, and we will play it for you now. She don't care about my car And she don't care about my money And that's real good, cause I don't got a lot to spend But if I did, it wouldn't mean nothing She likes me for me not because I look like Tyson Beckford With the charm of Robert Redford Losing out my ears what she sees Okay, so this is a song that you definitely, you know You heard it, you know the song You may just not know who sings it So this is called Hey Leonardo by Blessed Union of Souls So um, this is definitely one of those like very recognizable songs But also one that you like totally and easily forget about from the 90s and kind of something fun about them that um they're actually from cincinnati ohio yeah i knew that i did not know that actually so um and they i think this i can't remember if this was like kind of one of their earlier albums or if they had many albums before this but they are still very much active um with music and touring i know like i feel (laughs) like you literally never hear this group like ever um, I know this song, but this is legit the only song I know from them. <laughs> but they are very, very much active. Yeah, um, I did not know they were still active. I definitely yeah. know the band. I knew, I knew them as soon as you started playing. Them. Yeah. Um, my dad was really in, into them for a while when they first came out. So they did, they did have an album or two before this. Okay, song. okay. Um, I remember, I, a, so. I remember a song called "I Believe" that I liked a lot. I mean, um, their previous album I feel like had a lot more slower, almost. Mm-hmm almost like soul kind of songs yeah. to it. So, um, but yeah, really good band. I, I, that caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that one. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, it, and then, yeah, it's just a fun, you got to have some of those just like really fun, upbeat songs that you just, you, no matter how long it's been since you've listened to, you just know all of the words to. Yeah. It's like one of those types of songs. And I even love like at that, he literally says in one of the verses, she likes me for me, not because I hang with Leonardo or that guy who played in Fargo. I think his name is Steve. I love that <laughs> yeah. he's like, even says, I think his name yeah, it's was like Steve. It's such a goofy lyric. It's yeah. just, like I said, it's just so fun. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, I want to say one more thing, too. If you had listened to a couple episodes back from like our favorite songs of, some of our favorite songs from the 90s. Yeah. 
I was talking about when I, one of the songs I listened was um, Run, Collective Soul. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about a moment in a Pokemon movie. And I thought it was Collective Soul. Oh, it's Blessed Union. It was actually Blessed Union of the Souls. And I did not realize that (laughs) until I was looking up. I don't even know what I was looking up about this song. And I was like, oh my God, that's Uh, the song I was trying to think of the other podcast episode. So just in case you need to hear what I'm talking about or you forgot how that song sounded, I'll just play it real quick here. A little snippet for you. Brother, my brother, tell me what are we fighting for? We got to end this war. So just... Just in case you needed to hear that, that was the song I was trying to think of two episodes ago that was in a Pokemon movie. Again, so absolutely unrelated <laughs> to this whole situation, <laughs> but kind of related because Blessed Union of the Souls ended up that's being a, one of my underrated songs. Song. So, so yeah. Not, that's crazy. I have not thought about that band. I know. I don't even know how. And if you haven't, then maybe take another listen to Hey Leonardo because it's just a fun, it's a fun song. Fun just go that. listen to it. So like you said, you have to have a little fun with your yeah. song sometimes. Unless you're me, I guess, because all my songs have been very <laughs> slow. And okay, well, State of Love and Trust is a pretty fast song. Yeah, that's a song. fun song. Uh, but fun. this one is not. My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away Okay, I feel like I need an explanation of why you put this song because I, I don't know if I would make this underrated or consider this underrated. I think I would because okay, well, so first so it's Nine Inch Nails with the song Hurt, mm-hmm. and the reason why I have it on underrated or forgot forgotten songs of the '90s is that most people think the song is Johnny Cash because of Johnny Cash's version of the song, and most people will tell you that that's the version they know is the Johnny Cash version. A lot of people don't even know. In fact, the first time I heard this song was by a band called Seven Dust, and they did an acoustic version um, live. It was a live version. At the end of the recording, you can hear the singer say, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, the original, or something like that. I'm like, these people really? don't know that Nine Inch Nails <laughs> is the actual uh, song. So that's why I kind of put it as my underrated. I know this is, this is I... definitely the most popular song on the list, 100%. I get that. But to me, it's underrated. Because mm-hmm. I think of that, and I think that most people, when they think of Nine Inch Nails songs, they don't think of this one. They think of Closer or um, Bite the Hand That Feeds or something like that, you know. But I don't know if I would have thought that a lot of people don't know that this is the original to the song. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're thinking differently on that. We've I mean, talked to different yeah, people on that. Because I feel like most people that I've talked to, like music-wise, especially 90s-wise, I think are familiar with yeah. this song. I don't know. Yeah, I this, mean, I, I guess I do see what you're saying though. Like, yeah. I know the the Johnny Cash version got a a lot of play. It was very popular. I do think it's a great cover though. I love Johnny Cash's cover. Um, I know you're. I don't know if you always love it, but 
but I I love this song though. It is yeah a great song. Just just to put some perspective to why I did this, um, because I know this is definitely the most popular song. So so Hurt by Nine Inch Nails has seventy nine million plays mm-hmm. on Spotify. Hurt by Johnny Cash has five hundred and nineteen million yeah. plays. So I feel like it's just it's like I feel like I just want people to know like it wasn't Johnny Cash. It was Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I mean, but I think some of that too could have been that this was that was like one of the last songs Johnny Cash recorded was, before yeah. he died. And I'm not so trying to I take think that, that away was like from a him. huge I, thing you, of why a lot of people gravitated towards maybe that cover. Yeah, and I'm not trying to take that away from him, as you know, and I'll probably get um destroyed for this, but I've <laughs> never been a big Johnny Cash fan. I just have it. I don't know why. Yeah. I just he just kind of like talks the lyrics and that's that's that. But I just mm. It just never grabbed me. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I get that he was, you know, for his time, and it was he was a trailblazer and that kind of yeah. stuff. But I don't know. I've always liked the Nine Inch Nails version better. He just has so much like raw emotion in his voice, and I love like how it starts off so quiet and like haunting, yeah. and then all of a sudden this like little piano key comes in, and the the music mm-hmm. starts to build up to the climax, and it's just. I don't know. I love this song. And it might not be underrated, but, you know, I wanted to put it on the list. So, there you <laughs> That's go. interesting. But I just, I guess, to talk about this original song more, I totally agree. It is, like, one of those very hauntingly beautiful songs, but also very dark songs. Like, yeah. it's, again, it's, like, there's something so beautifully dark about it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, just the... It's like we have another theme too. I feel like it's like the play against hard and soft and yeah. songs, it, and just how people do that, and it's just a really cool effect, especially when done well. And and this is one of those examples where he does it really well in oh, the yeah. song. It's it's absolutely it's a great song. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard for yeah. me to like consider this underrated, but I do understand where you're going with that. And yeah. I definitely get that. It's your pick. You're <laughs> entitled to it in all yeah. ways. Just a haunting, like you said, that's a hauntingly beautiful yeah. song. I, I really love, and just like how dark it feels. And mm-hmm. like the lyrics, um, some of the lyrics that always catch me is, um, you can have it all in my empire of dirt. Yeah. Like that's, like to me, that's that's so like, it's like he's saying he has nothing, but he's still willing to give it all away. Like, yeah. That's how I've always read that. And then, you know, some of the lyrics are kind of like, I hurt myself today, obviously. It mm-hmm. sounds very, like, depressing and dark and yeah. sad, blah. But it just, it's just so, I don't know, it's just the emotion he puts into it that I, I just really enjoy. Yeah. So. And it's almost kind of like the end of the song is almost like, feels like a different song, too. It's almost like the... It gets, like, almost chaotic the way it yeah. ends a little bit, which is kind of it, interesting because it's such a soft hard soft yeah. and then you kind of get like very like um i don't know just these really cool like you said like hauntingly kind of notes with yeah. it and then it almost like ends in like what feels like a mess but yeah, like in a weird way a beautiful mess i guess if you want to say mess, i don't but, know like, to me it's like it's like that static sound and it's yeah. just like it makes you feel like uneasy for some reason yeah like, no it's like, it's, it's an interesting what's gonna happen? way to like, leave is there, is there more the to the song yeah like <laughs> so. yeah which I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of like very deep things that were written or inspired by this song. So maybe at that time, I guess I don't really ever, I don't know if I've ever explored the full meaning or if he's ever kind of said more specifically like what inspired the song, but it, it does kind of like make you wonder like, Oh, this was probably a darker time in his life where he still wrote this and maybe at that time was still feeling very uneasy and and you can like really recognize that in the song. So I don't know, but yeah, it's a great song. 
I do think it's a great cover too, but um, but yeah, it's a great song. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. I like that version and I like the seven dust version that I mentioned earlier. And then the Johnny Cash version, you know, I'll give it credit. I just, Mm -hmm. it's just not my style. I I get it. So I get it. Okay, well, I think we threw a lot of interesting perspectives uh, towards people's way on this episode. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, um, I think we also probably brought to light some very unrecognizable songs. So, Unless you're in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in the UK, you were probably like, this girl, this is all, like, I know all this song. <laughs> but no, I think there's definitely some really unique hits that we chose today, or um, unique songs that we chose today. And some maybe controversial opinions out there. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. It's always good when there's controversy, yeah, right? We can't always agree, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, It'd be it, boring if we just agreed on yeah. everything. No, no would, conversation. Yeah. You got to have some differing <laughs> opinions. But but yeah, I don't know. I, um, I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode. If you have any furthering thoughts or opinions, we'd always love to hear it. Um, and I hope that you guys loved this format, too, to kind of highlight some songs that aren't always recognized, but absolutely deserve to be highlighted. So, um, so yeah, you're listening to road trip EP with Caleb and Leisha and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Thanks for joining us guys. See you next time.